Welcome to the Happy Business Show featuring Therese Skelly of HappyInBusiness.com. Listen in as we pull back the curtain and share real-world stories of successful business owners just like you. You'll love the truth, honesty, and inspiration revealed in each episode. And now, Therese Skelly. Hello, Therese, and another episode of the Happy Business Podcast. You know, the reason I bring these to you is because I really want you to have a business that you love. And I know that on the path, on the path to that, sometimes things break down. Sometimes things feel harder. Sometimes there's a dreaded comparison, like, oh, my gosh, it looks so easy for her. Why is he making it work? And so what I love, love, love to do is to share my own wisdom and stories and bring on really amazing people that share their story, that share their journey, plus their brilliance. And today, woohoo! I'm so excited. I get to bring one of my dear, dear, dear friends, Karen McMillan, who's going to talk to you about how to slow down to speed up your success. Now, who mm. would love that idea? So we're going to, I just want to, I'm just going to, hi, hi, love. You want to say howdy for a second? Hi, sweetie. Yes, I'm delighted to be here with you and to everyone who listens, love connecting. Thank you. So I'll give the Thank official you. bio, and then I'm going to give the Therese version of the bio, because personally, I okay, think great. the version is like always way more fun. <laughs> you know, I'm such a relational weirdo. I always like to, you know, I can't just like, oh, yeah, that's a nice bio, but let's talk about the other stuff. Yeah. So. Great. Oh, good, because I was like, I hate writing, though, so exactly. I'm so glad when you know, and you can just flow with it. Yeah, I can flow with it. Well, but I will, you know, you got some you got some games, so let me just read your, your real world bio. <laughs> so Karen is a mom, speaker, author, and master certified retreat coach known as the yinpreneur and retreat muse she's dedicated to helping others slow down to speed up their success and to create a life of less stress more creativity productivity prosperity and what she knows as ecstatic peace wowza (laughs) certified by (laughs) the international coach federation she has been offering private and group coaching virtual and land-based streets locally and globally creative entrepreneurs for more than 10 years since she escaped New York City corporate management. And now she's back in New York City, right? (laughs) Coaching is her passion, but when not meditating, practicing yoga, or tai chi, you'll find her capturing life with her camera, roaming art galleries, enjoying audible.com, scuba diving, or savoring some good dark chocolate. Whew, sweet. Sweet. That's yummy. So Karen and I, how many years has it been? Because we were, you know, it was like the typical Facebook find, right? I don't know who saw yes. it, but, but it was Facebook. And um, we, it was like, we should connect. And I think the first time I heard Karen's voice, I was like, oh, good Lord, will you just like call me before bed and just talk to me? <laughs> like, I mean, Karen, Karen has the most amazing, soulful, um, like, uh, I really think you should just record mm. audios for people. But Karen has become a dear friend, a dear friend. Um, Karen is is a woman that grounds me, has so much wisdom and has so much peace about her. And just she's a beautiful counterpart to my kind of crazy frenetic energy. So I'm so happy that we, we share momhood, we share business growth, we sometimes talk about dating. Um, Karen's <laughs> a, a, just a fabulous friend and I'm just really happy that you're here. Oh, I'm so happy, and I want to add, you know, when you say Facebook friends, that's how we connected originally, but we got to hug in person. We did. We came yes. to New York, because I, I was in Charlotte when I think we first met, yes. and that's how it was Facebook, Um, and so we only got a chance to talk on the phone, and then we met in person, and it's like, oh, real people, real, real people. hugs. 
<laughs> and I love it. And I know it's like I say in Panora, it's like you're the balance, right, of my, you're, you you think of yourself as a yang to my yin, but of course mm-hmm. we're each both yeah, yeah. of some. But I love it because you are the one that really gets me to move forward and think bigger and step out and <laughs> and you get me to sit you know, down and, and be just quiet. Be, so yeah. Yeah. It's perfect. Exactly. It's perfect. Exactly. It's the balance. It's the balance. So I love it. Thanks, honey. Well I want you to talk today about your business and like what is it today and what do you love about it? Mm, you know, I do and I've been doing something called vibrational marketing, so I'm really into it every day and I think that's gotten me to be more clear. I sit, I get quiet, and then I write. What am I grateful for? What am I connecting with? Not just the success of the days when the money comes in, but what else am I really connecting with? And what I love is that I've come to a place of both confidence and practice, you know, because I'm now long enough to say, oh, wow, I've got clients and it's really working. Mm Mm-hmm. That I can kind of be in that place that feels so personal and quiet and meditative, but then rock it out and turn it into a business. Mm-hmm. And because so much of my business is virtual, I can do it from anywhere, a laptop. I love that part. I just love that part. Um, I have been around since before Twitter, before Facebook, you know, mm-hmm. back in calculator days. And what I love now is that I can bring my own personal practice, and I call it using the internet for good. So I can go, oh, I want to, I'm moving. I need to get more grounded. I'm moving and I got to downsize. Oh, shit, I'm going to have to be getting, letting go of things. How's Mm -hmm. that going to feel? I can talk about it on Facebook. I can meditate around it. I can Mm -hmm. bring that, what I'm learning to clients, and I can integrate it so beautifully rather than in the old days when you were in corporate or when you don't know what you're doing, so you're still following some other pattern. You think, Mm -hmm. I'm this way at work, and I'm this way at play, and I'm this way at... I love now that there's total integration. Mm. Total integration. I read it. I can share it. I see it. I... The perspective is around it. Yesterday, I'm listening on my Audible channels, Harvard Business something, and next thing I go, oh, that's great. Let me text that to my client. Mm-hmm. No, 24 hours later when he sees the text, he goes, just oh, what I needed. I'm yeah. thinking, oh, okay, I was getting my nails done, listening to Audible. <laughs> <laughs> That's some pretty sweet freedom we got. Perfect thing right. popped up. Yeah. Right, and so it's so beautifully integrated now mm-hmm. that it doesn't feel like work. I mean, the marketing, yeah, okay, let's not lie. But the rest of it doesn't yeah, feel yeah. like it's work. Right, right, yeah. It's fluid. It's, it flows. You know, you don't Very have to, to compartmentalize. Well, let's talk about because I know you're just you're just always on fire. Every time I talk to you, you're like, oh, and I'm doing this, and you've even integrated your daughter <laughs> into your business. You're like, your daughter does your graphics, and so that's really cool. Yeah, you have kind of the family thing going. But Karen, was there ever a time, you know, on the path? Sometimes we're in the season of wah, everything's working. Other times it's like shit. <laughs> this is really, this is sucking. And so, does you have like, you know, the, this is just not working? Any, any, any of those yeah. things? And like, what did you do with them? Well, you know, it's, it's, first of all, what you said is there ever a time, and I said, can we put an S on that? Are there ever <laughs> this times? Is true. This is true. It is not I mean, just that's a one and done. That came yeah, to mind, exactly. Right? exactly. I mean, I first got into spiritual stuff just because. You know, life had felt stressful. I was really confused. I had been 
reading and realized, oh, right, when you're going to turn 35, you become a woman and all this power stuff. And I was like, oh, I'm not going to be ready. I need to find some way of getting in touch. <laughs> so I decided to try rebirthing and okay. yoga and breath work. And I went from feeling like I really just didn't belong here and totally like, why? You know, what is this whole human thing? And it feels so uncomfortable in my skin to, okay, maybe this could work. That's when I discovered the connection of breathing your way into peace. It didn't start with meditation. It started by just breathing to release. And then fast forward, I'm just going to give you a few because there are several, right? Fast forward, um, I realized my marriage wasn't working. And I was like, okay. Mm, that's I got a big a kid, one. Yeah, I got that's a, a really big one. I got a, that's a biggie, right? And and since 50% of us go through that, I figured let's talk about that one. So I was like, okay, marriage isn't working. I, got a, I have a small child. I'm not living anywhere where I've got family because we had moved because of business mm-hmm. down in North Carolina. I was like, how am I going to make this work? I found Tai Chi. And I didn't just take that because I love martial arts, which I had done back in college. I did it because I knew that I not needed to find a way to stay grounded because I didn't want to screw up my child's life during marriage and then also screw it up during divorce. I wanted a peaceful divorce, as peaceful a divorce could be. So I went and I found this great place and I started Tai Chi. Mm-hmm. And at this particular place, they had Tai Chi, meditation, yoga, and it kept me so grounded, we used it one attorney for the both of us. Yeah, and awesome. so this is how I kept seeking ways. Um, three years ago, I'm now moving back to New York. I'm like, okay, this is going to be big. I'm going to have to relocate my daughter. Oh, she had been accepted to college in New York. So I was like, yay, we're leaving North Carolina, going home. How am I going to get through this? It's going to be emotional. It's going to be exhausting. I have to downsize and let go of things. Four-bedroom house, I have a fabulous go-up off of Fifth Avenue in Manhattan, but let's face it, it's one bedroom. Mm-hmm. Like, what am I doing? How am I going to make those decisions? It's going to be emotionally and physically exhausting. It's like, okay, the year before I went, okay, start juicing, start eating right, and get into a ritual practice so mm-hmm. you will survive. And a year, we're putting stuff in the truck, and my friends are like, how did you laugh through all this? I said, I don't know, maybe I was just, you know, commi- I was either needed to be committed or I was committed. And I think it's because I stayed in practice. I remember that year. You were great about that. You were great about that. So yeah, I'm not just saying you... it for the No, for you the, did it. You lived show. it. You right. It, lived it really it. made a huge difference in my life. And, of course, of course, it carried over to business. So I know you know this is this is basically the content that we're talking about today, right? And so, so because you don't just talk with us of I know you, I I hear you, you live this stuff. And so mm-hmm. the thing I have with meditation and all, you know, is is the time and the discipline and the and I know people it's like we all know we should, we all know we probably want to and sometimes we do, but how do you help people like, just find the time, make the commitment, be a yes. Mm-hmm. Great question. And I had to find that for myself, too, especially when you got busy. You don't have time to go to these all day, all weekend, 20, you know, one hour, right. sit and right. meditate kind of thing. And it's interesting, you know, I, I came up with that term ecstatic peace because just like the yin and yang, yeah. there's two sides and there's 
balancing of things. It's really about the balance of the doing and the non-doing. It's not the amount of time. Mm -hmm. It's whether or not you have a practice at all. So I say ecstatic peace because it doesn't mean I'm sitting at home. It means that I have peace even when I'm moving, even when I'm working. And so I'm I'm just explaining it so when I go talk about the actual practice, you understand Mm -hmm. where I'm going with this. So the difference between being active and running on blind adrenaline to being active and intentional Versus, mm. versus running on adrenaline. So meditation and mindfulness, and people who really understand, you know, who practice it, know that there's a bit of it, they mm-hmm. blend together. Okay. So if I just stop, like say the shortest thing to do, easiest thing to do is every once in a while, I just stop. Take a breath, release, and realize, get really intentional about where am I, what am I doing, versus autopilot. Mm-hmm. That's the difference right there. If you just spent a day or a morning working by being more intentional, stop breathing, realizing when your shoulders are up at your neck, your whole body is tense, you tight all over, stop, take a few breaths, let the body go soft, check in, and this is a minute, this isn't 10 minutes, this is a minute, check in, I'm here, I'm present, I'm working on this. Okay, work on it. And then get intentional about that. That in itself is the simplest practice. I mean, if you just stop right now, take a breath, let it go, let the shoulders go soft. I'm listening to Teresa's Happy in Business podcast. I'm not multitasking. I'm being here right now. So I'm going to hear With my ears, I'm going to feel it. I'm going to take it all in. It changes the way you work. And if you begin to work that way, and that's the slow down to speed up your success part. Yeah, I was going to ask about that, right. Mm -hmm. What you'll realize is when you're not blindly moving, tired, autopilot, and more intentional, you will actually waste less time and be more productive. How many times do you, you get busy? Oh, gosh, I'm crazy. I'm tired. I haven't rested. Yeah. Oh, shit, what was I doing? Where was I? I can't focus. I have no good ideas. Your productivity goes down. Your energy goes down. You're easily distracted. And you take a moment, and before you start a project, Act like it's a meditation and actually focus on it. You're not getting ready to sit in home, but you are getting ready to sit, create, write, do with your hands, your mind. Push everything else out of the way, out of your hot mind. Create that environment. I actually like, I lit a candle before today's call. Mm. I'm not meditating, but I wanted to set yeah, the set environment. The yeah. So, so I put this- the throat chakra bowl next to the candle because... This is how we work. It isn't just with our minds. It's all the things we think about that we also bring. That's the yin part that we Mm -hmm. also bring. If we're rushing, we leave them behind, we forget them, or we don't know where they're there. Mm -hmm. So this is a crazy paradox. The slow down Mm -hmm. to speed up is a crazy paradox. And we've been trained, Mm -hmm. you know, I, I speak about this. When I came into this Internet space, oh, my gosh, you know, over 10 years ago, Karen, it really was dominated by 
work like a guy, more is better. It, it was virtuous. Those of us were like, <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, we were up till midnight strategizing on that launch, and, and that's how women were indoctrinated into, like, you just be mm-hmm. like a guy. And I've seen the mm-hmm. swing, thank God, because then we all fried our adrenals. <laughs> the swing is like, yes, exactly. okay, stop, <laughs> let's work in the feminine. So I love that you you, you use the term yinpreneur. So why don't you speak a moment mm-hmm. about what that is and kind of how being more in the yin, being more in, in your energy of like slow down, be intentional, how that actually works for a business. Because, again, our brains are push, 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 go, 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 go. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and I love it. You and I are always so connected. Um, <laughs> last, and this actually was the, um, the Audible, my channel, audible.com, <laughs> my channel. Um, and Sean, Sean Aker, who's very well known um, for his TED Talks, and he wrote the book Happiness Advantage, and I happened to come upon this one. Mm-hmm. And what's interesting is, because I'm segueing from what you're saying, that very left brain, what I call young masculine, and young masculine is not the gender, it's the energy, okay? So quickly, young is known as the doing, the creating, the actual creation. I love to use, for example, art creating of the art yin is the source where it comes from Ooh, so yang Love is that. yeah mm-hmm. so i i've come to know that for myself so yang would be i'm creating yin okay is the non doing the rest yin and yang quite literally if you look at in the dao you have people know the dao and the yin and yang circle well it also speaks of the mountain the yang and the valley the yin so the yin is the rest the darkness the peace. The young is the creating and the doing. So going back to, I was listening to this article um, that you could read, and he happened to have a, less than 10 minutes or about it, and it was called, Resilience is about how you recharge, not mm. how you endure. Oh, that's brilliant. Okay? And I'll say that again. Resilience... <laughs> It's exactly what you were saying, right? Yeah, yeah. Resilience is about how you recharge, not how you endure. Be- and he speaks to this. Now, here he is, if, just for those who don't know Sean Anchor, he's out of um, Harvard, both studied and taught there. He has a master's, and he, and he also studied divinity, and he was there for many years, and he's now out around the world talking about the happiness advantage and 21 days to do, and he's done stuff with Oprah. Yeah, and he's all about happiness in its relationship to business. Hi, doesn't that sound like you? <laughs> <laughs> and, he, and he speaks about it, happiness in relation to success is yeah, his actual yeah. topic, but right? But this is what it's about. So he goes on to say, um, Just I'm just going to read a little of what it said here. Um, because I, I, for some reason, I guess I knew we'd talk about this. Mm-hmm. Intelligence, creativity, and energy said 31% more po- are po- people are 31% more positive when they are happy versus negative, neutral, or stressed, right? Mm-hmm. So when you're happy, it turns on your learning centers of your brain. So if you practice for two minutes a day, three positive things a day, for 21 days, you can change your brain. And that includes meditation, can be one of them. And what he's saying is, if you recharge and take those two minutes, even only two minutes a day to recharge versus, I'm going to get yeah. this done, I'm just going to struggle through and I'm not stopping till it's done. 
He said even if you stop two minutes, 31% more. Mm. Positive and productive productivity goes off the charts. You and know, he's been when, studying this. Oh, this yeah. Isn't, this it's research feels nice. Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, no, analytically, it's proven. You know, for me, Karen, so many of my clients, and, and personally for me and you, we've, we've had these conversations, it takes a level of faith uh, to be able to say, I'm going to trust that if I stop, all is well. Mm. Money will come in. You know, the world won't crumble if I'm not running at all. And 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 so some and sometimes the stopping energetically is not two minutes. I mean, I'm in a kind of a rebranding, being quiet. I'm in the season of listening. I'm in the yes. not time to push. So sometimes the stopping is for months. You know what I mean? Not that not that that doesn't mean we're not working, but but so speak about the how do you get the courage to say I'm going to trust that whatever's up for me is right for me. Oh, great question. Great question. And I also just want to say one thing when you said, you know, we speak, I, I'm, I'm very much about Buddhist practices and Tao practices. Yes. I don't know. Maybe I'm going back to my um, East Indian grandmother. I'm not sure what uh-huh. calls me to me. Besides, I love the practices. But non-doing, people usually think non-doing means literally doing nothing, right, mm-hmm. becoming this. But it isn't. It's, it's, it's really working without the stress. And I think that's what you're saying you're doing. It's not that you're not mm-hmm. working, but that's you're right. also in this beautiful place of creating like from a different yeah. end energy mm-hmm. or recharging right right so courage well i have a perspective on courage and i don't think you know we speak of fearless i don't believe in it i think what happens is it's a matter of whether you let it define you or not i don't know that we have to become mm-hmm. courageous mm-hmm. to do or be i think we have to learn to not let it stop us in our mm-hmm. tracks exactly and one of the things about meditation, um, you know, there's all the benefits to health and less stress and productivity. I believe that confidence and fear, that it's another way, that stillness and that quiet. Because, and this is you so much, right? The whole body speaking to you. Mm-hmm. When you are looking for courage, what you're really saying is, I've I got a certain thing going on in my mind that I'm fearful, but there's mm-hmm. also a part of your body that's speaking to it. Talk more about that. And it even gets to take a little courage to get still. And so most people don't even want to get still. I've had, I've actually had people say, I don't want to know myself that well. They're probably not my ideal client, but <laughs> they... <laughs> don't call Karen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't call Karen. <laughs> but the thing about it is, do your best. You don't have to be courageous because courageous is like mastery. It isn't something you achieve. Mm. It's something you practice. It's something you okay, practice. Hold on. You don't ding, wait. ding, 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 ding. That's a gold nugget moment. So you don't have to have courage to take the action step. Is that what you're saying? Or to, yep. to mean to sit, even the action of sitting or the action of quietude. You don't have to have this, oh, good, I have courage now. It's just you have to, it sounds like you have to decide. Yes, it's the choice. Mm. It's the choice you make in the moment because it's practicing. It's like, courage is like a muscle. Mm-hmm. It is weak in the beginning, but if you keep stepping into it or stepping with it, you know, it's like baggage. If you can't lift it, you can't move. But if you don't even try to lift it or slide that sucker forward, you know, just take a damn thing with you if you have to at first. <laughs> but you don't sit on it. You're going to use it, but don't let it stop you, right? So you may take one breath. And here's the thing, just another experience here. Okay. Fear is often very 
somatic, very much in your body. Mm-hmm. So if you can see where you're feeling it at that moment, you know, we think about it a lot, but right, take right. a moment to drop down into your body. And this is so you, right? This is I've done this with you. You've had me lean and what, you know, making choices and the whole kinesthetic is that. And so here it is. Drop down into your body and see where it is you're tight. Where are you feeling the fear? And before I got deeper into my practice um, and before the Tai Chi, I was always taught to breathe into the place that is tense. Well, since then I've learned another way, and I'm not saying that's wrong. That may be one practice. But basically what happens is this is where it's almost like a meditation practice. It's like that thought that's going by and you don't engage with it. Mm -hmm. You see where you feel it and then release it. Breathe and imagine releasing it. Mm -hmm. Breathe in. Imagine your breath going to that place, maybe if you can, with heart or with a bright light. But whatever you're doing, don't give it more attention. Mm-hmm. You know it's there, now release it. You know it's there, now release it. And with each out-breath, just release it. Two or three, especially when you're feeling tense, focus on the out-breath. Not as much the in-breath, but the out-breath. Release. And let your body go softer. Because you, we're humans and we're phenomenal. We seek homeostasis. We seek homeostasis in our physiological, in our emotional. We seek that. And so if we give it slow down to let it happen, even just a few breaths, it'll take the edge off if it doesn't fix it. Mm-hmm. But it'll eventually, with practice, like anything else, become natural to you. You know what I love about this, uh, the non-resistance. You're not fighting it. You're not like, God dang it, what is, it's here again. What's wrong with me? You know, there's no, there's just, yes. isn't that interesting? Let's just see if I can soften that a little bit. Like, that's just such a beautiful way to hold it. That's, I thank you for exactly. doing that. Exactly. beautiful, yeah. And that is the practice that we learn when we do our Buddhist practices because um, that's exactly what we speak of. You know, they, people hear about the whole suffering thing in Buddhism and, you know, the Four Noble Truths and suffering. Well, they say the suffering is the grasping. The suffering is the holding on to. The best lesson I learned from uh, a monk who teaches and he's, He's a time a Chinese Chinese monk, and he needs a translator sometime. And he was speaking about all the four noble truths, and I was like, okay, I'm not getting all this. This is pretty heavy. So I finally said, okay, master, can I just ask one question? What would be a practice? And exactly what he said is, you know, we come into life, and we we come into an experience. We have a feeling about it as the next stage. Mm-hmm. Then we get, and I'm going to use the word opinion about it. Right? It's good. It's bad. We judge it. He said, instead, right after feeling it, we should just let it go. Let it be. Like you said, don't grasp it, but also don't reject it. Right, right. Let it be. Yeah. Our work is don't similar. fight it. Yeah, our work is similar. Instead of judging it, it's just like, oh, how precious that you're there. You know what I mean? It's, instead of yes. our minds want to want to make us wrong, or that you know, it's to try to keep us safe, right? And and so yes. you, you have to do a hack. You got to work around the brain that is trying to 
do you do you do you wrong basically? So I love that. Yes. Now, what are other tools? Because you know, that's one, and that was I just love that you're not only talking about it, you're actually doing it with us in this call. So mm. what else you got? Because I mean, I could keep you for okay. nine hours. I, you know, I wish I could. Yeah, yeah, I love it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so those are tools and practices. But and I, I love you know living in this age, and I, I think it's because I have a younger daughter. You know that whole there's an app for that. <laughs> Yeah, because we're so cool so, moms, right? We are cool moms, yeah, of course. We, we are that. cool moms. Our younger kids help us be that yeah, way. Yeah. So there's different ones, like Calm, C-A-M. Calm is an app if you would like to. Um, you actually have to use it to make it worthwhile, but it has guided meditations and sounds and pretty stuff. But one of my very favorites, because I love to, and I, I have a blog on this, um, I think it's in YouTube too, but I, one of my very, very favorites is something called Instant Insight Timer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I N S I G H Insight Timer. It's created as a meditation app, and the whole idea now is, and when there's a free version, and I think the paid version is like a whopping three ninety nine or something, but mm-hmm. you don't really need the paid version. But the whole idea was that you would meditate with other people, and it's got these beautiful singing bowls. Mm-hmm. And different types of singing bowls, so you can choose the sound that's resonating for you. So you don't have to know which bowl is which. Just you know, just see which one feels nice when you do it. But what I do is I use it like a timer. Um, there's some people have known things called the Pomodoro um, process. Basically, the whole idea is, in short, you are going to set time aside to work and use a timer to start and finish that work. Usually it's something like a power 20 minutes or a power hour. So mm-hmm. if it's, And so here's the way it would go. I have my insight timer. I have gotten really clear on the intention I'm going to want to work on, right? This is not just check an email usually because that's a – you can just go fall down that rabbit hole. But I have something I need to achieve, and I'm going to work on it for an hour, maybe two. And so I put I can put the timer on. I can set it so that the singing bowl chimes at the beginning. If I want it to make me stop 20 minutes in to just take a breath, I can set interims. And then at the end, and it should be 50 minutes, I'll have it stop, take a breath, move around, get some movement, and I'm going to sit back down if it's an hour, rinse and repeat. Mm. The most important things are here that I am setting my intention. Yeah. And instead of an alarm sound, that singing bowl. It's beautiful, yeah, yeah. It's like work as a meditation. Ah. Mm-hmm. And it just chases out the other feelings and noises. It's like a beautiful bubble around the time. Mm-hmm. And it feels like meditation, even though I'm about to work. You know, so I, I always hear, this is me, you know, teaching selling skills. I always hear objections in my head, right? <laughs> so mm-hmm, I want to mm-hmm. speak to the objections. Because one objection really is, but I'm so busy. Do you see what I mean? And and we have this fantasy that multitasking is better. We have this fantasy, like we talked about earlier. And so I want to just challenge you all, if you're listening, commit to doing an experiment. Because sometimes we can trick our brains by saying it's just an experiment, right? So mm-hmm. so how would you help somebody if they're like, that's cool and all, but like you don't even know how busy I am. Or, you know, the, the, for those of us adrenalinized, crazy, whack jobs that are just, I'm not that too great today. Right. But but how do you set up an experiment? Like like if, if, if I was your client or one of these people are going to be your clients, 
how would you say, okay, just for five days or here's, cause you've got, you've got that with a timer and, mm-hmm. but our brains are going to fight you on that one. So. Right. So I think you start with one day, 20 minute task. Okay. And well, let's start with, you know, here's the thing. You're either committing to yourself or you're not. And, the, and mm-hmm. so there's the commitment and then there's the follow up action, right? So you have your awareness. And then you have the choice, now that you're aware of what's going on, to take action. Once you commit to taking the action, you have to take it. So last we make it simple, we could start with just, okay, what the heck, I'm going to try that now for 20 minutes. I'm going to set the timer, I'm going to do something for 20 minutes, and then see, I want you to be aware of how you feel before and how you feel after. Because your emotions will get you hooked more than anything else. If it feels good, kind of like me and the chocolate, right, and other things, <laughs> if it feels good, you will try it again. So I want you to try it once. I'm not even going to tell you in the beginning to try it for three days. Now, just try it once and become really aware, but at least for 20 minutes, become very aware of how it feels before and how it feels after. So you start, you take a breath, you get intentional, you set the timer, Let's set it for 20 minutes. It ends. But don't rush to the next thing. Stop for a minute and say, oh, do you notice a difference? Mm-hmm. Even if it's slight. Yeah, and then right. if you do, honor yourself and practice it again. Then say, okay, I think I'm going to do this once a day for the next three days. Build like any other thing. Build it in. And I would rather you say, I'm going to do that three times this week then I'm going to do it every day for three days. Right. I want you to pick a week matter. and say, it doesn't matter. I don't care if you do it Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, not again. But I like to give people flexibility. My clients like, they're, they're mostly artists and um, artist-inspired. Mm-hmm. And so if I say to them, if they, they don't like, I'm going to do it on Thursday. Yeah, but if no, they go, no, no, I'm going to do yeah. these three things before Friday this week mm-hmm. or yeah. by Friday this week and commit to three times. And if you do it three times, you will have practiced it. You will have learned whether it works for you. Be honest with yourself. And then you, your whole being will call you to do it again. Mm-hmm. Nobody has to tell you. Your whole being. But you've got to take the first step and you've got to commit mm-hmm. and then take it again. Is that answering your question? Yeah, that's good because, you know, what what happens is that our brains are wired to stay the same. They're wired mm-hmm. with fear as default. And so we buy into the scarcity. We buy into the, like, oh, shit, if I'm not working till midnight or, you know, that that's what happens. And it, it is fearful in the beginning to say, wait, I mean, if I get that I'm supposed to be quiet here or if I get that I'm not supposed to push like that is a complete paradigm buster, right? And mm-hmm. and yet there is a source that is. I always say, <laughs> you know that thing that like made the stars and the planets and feeds the birds and make yeah. <laughs> like, I, I, like there is some intelligent life force that's, that's running things. It doesn't have to be you, yeah. and you can lean into it and trust. So so just know if you're if you're like those of us crazy and I'm putting myself in that in that category you know overworking um overdoing kind of people and again I'm not here today but I know I was and it was a lot of ego it was a lot of like identity that doesn't last that is not sustainable so I love that Karen is not only talking about this but giving you some very specific very tangible here's an easy way to start and here's the result of it yeah, I've got one more. Got 
you got to change the game. Like seriously, if you're if you're burning adrenaline, if you're just like just going in high high gear, yes. you will crash. It is not sustainable. Yeah. And so this is another option that is so much better for you. Okay, last one, and then because I know people. Okay, are I got like, one more. Okay, I got one more yeah. thing, and I'm going to get really yeah. really quick because even 20 minutes is going to seem long for somebody yeah. getting the whole app, downloading the app. That's like so. I have a ritual that I do every single day. Okay. Hell or high water. Simplest thing ever. I have a little area set up with a candle. I got, here's the funny thing. I got a candle. I have my goddess cards. This happens to be mine. You set yours up however you want. Mm-hmm. I have a little statue of Buddha. And you know that Staples Easy yes. It's the Staples <laughs> Easy button? Okay, right? It's like also spiritual. So Buddha I have a little area easy. set up. I love up. that. And Buddha, okay, Buddha and Easy button. Why? Because what I've chosen to do is I don't care. Sometimes, and frankly, sometimes I do go to bed too late. And then all of a sudden I realized, oh, shoot, I didn't light my candle. I light that damn thing every single day. And even if it's only, sometimes I'm totally into the practice. I do my meta loving kindness meditation. And by the way, if you know the meta meta meditation, part of it is, and may all, however you say it, sending beings, family or whatever, live with ease. And then I slap the easy button. And so Mm. it comes back to me. So I say live with ease, and then I press the staples easy button. Yinpreneur's ancient wisdom, modern practice, because I love to mix those things. So sometimes I do it perfectly during the day, and I take time, and it goes for several minutes. Other times it's like, oh, man, I'm getting ready to go to bed, and I forgot to do that damn thing. I will still go, light the candle, while I brush my teeth. I I do the thing, brush my teeth, and then come and blow out the candle. So every day I've got a ritual, no matter what. Yeah, I love that. Love that. Beautiful. Beautiful. I love that. Yeah. Thanks for letting me squeeze I, that in. Just trying to make oh, it simple no, for people. Oh, yeah. That's, that's what I like. It's instead of like, oh, my God, i got to sit for 30 minutes and, blah, you know, make an altar. I love how your life is just, your life is a moving meditation. Like, you're, you're mindful as, oh, good Lord. So this has been so fun. Let me just, <laughs> let me, okay, two more questions. First, sure. if there is one thing that somebody should remember from this and nothing else, what would you say? Okay, that's really easy. I know that's oh, oh okay, that's a big question. Be, Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, I'm going to make the simple answer is remember to breathe. Okay. Literally, that if you remember nothing else, stop and remember to breathe. You can then begin to build on that. Mm-hmm. Remember to breathe in gratitude. Mm-hmm. Remember to breathe out tension. Remember to breathe as you look up while you're walking. Don't just keep be inside yeah. yourself. Yeah. Manifest it, but it's really about remembering to breathe because that's opening up and connecting. Mm-hmm. Not just being inside your head, mm-hmm. being inside your body. But and let that resonate. But if you remember to breathe and do it intentionally, in, out, at least three breaths, shoulders go soft. I don't care if you do nothing else. Do that to you for yourself at least once a day. Remember to breathe. Let your shoulders go soft. Come into the now. I love that. No matter because, what you do. Because fear only exists in the future, right? And so if yes. you pull yourself in, there is no fear in the moment. Oh, you're so good. You're so good, my friend. <laughs> I just love this. Okay. Now, I'm knowing people are like, how the heck can I get more of this? Like so, and I know you got some really nice gifts for my people. So, how do they get a hold of you? What do you got? All right. 
Well, I think the simplest thing is um, you go to the website, website com, and you'll be able to download, this is what I call the 10 guiding principles, and there's a manifesto, and that's really just a way to live, and you can do them whatever way you want, daily, take one a week, whichever. And then if you think, oh, I want more, and I created this for the people who say they don't have time, I call it Yintranor Village. It is an online sanctuary where you will join us live for virtual retreats and all that, but you can also sign in 24-7 anywhere around the world and listen to on your iPod, computer, tablet, whatever you've got, meditations, or download them and keep them for yourself. And there's everything from five-minute to half-day retreats. So you can access what you need. Actually, I have a section on the uh, yinpreneurs and uh, yin masters, and you'll find Therese in there, Mm -hmm. conversations with people who will help you find ways to live, and that's the yinpreneur village. And we have a special page, yinpreneurvillage.com forward slash Therese. And for your people, because I know that sometimes it gets hard to do it on your own, I want to gift you a 15 to 30 minute conversation, consultation, where we will do some breathing and you can bring your biggest obstacle and we'll talk about practices to help you not solve it, not to get around it, but to work with your powers within it. Oh, man. That's, I, you know, and here's what they need to know about you. You're not just some weird little yoga chick that breathes. My point, though, is you are a really solid businesswoman and marketer. So Karen brings the both. Like Karen is a social media whiz. Karen knows so much about <laughs> marketing. So it's not just like, oh, well, I have a business. What would she know? Like she knows all that, too. Um, she <laughs> happens to have this other really cool thing. So give the URLs again really quickly because there's a few. Okay. So just give, give them again, the few URLs. Well, the two, the main umbrella one is me. Karen McMillan, KD, Karen D, D, like Denise, KD McMillan dot com is the main umbrella. So if that's all you remember, that's fine. You can get everywhere else. But Yinpreneur, Y I N P R E N E U R, so Yin and then Preneur, like entrepreneur, Yinpreneur, village dot com forward slash Therese. Because there, it's um, a monthly investment. It's really inexpensive. But for anybody who joins from this podcast, you will get the bonus of a 30, up to 30-minute consultation. Wahoo. So shine all the other there. goodies. Yeah, over there. Right, right, right. So, yeah. Because we have like, things weekly. We are, we've, got, oh, yeah. we've got weekly activities to help you. When you go, I don't have time, great. Join us live or listen to a review. Yeah. And, but practice, being in practice is so important. I love that. And we're there to support you in practice. Well, you, Missy, are awesome. This is just, I just love hanging out with you and just hearing you. Know, <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. That's so great. So. I'm so grateful. Thank you. Thank you. Well, so yes, this for is everything great. you bring and yeah, always let you bring me to be more. Thank you. Yeah, I remember I'm like, wait, you're not owning your value, and I love that you are now. So, yes, um, <laughs> you definitely, yeah. I hear your voice. <laughs> I'm taking your courses. I hear your voice. That's the goal. That's what we want, right? And then it becomes your voice, so it's magical. All right, so we're going to wrap up, and Karen, thank you so much. And, I, and folks, if you're listening to this, like, 
either put on the blog or on iTunes, wherever you're seeing this, what your takeaways were. What, what did you get from listening to Karen? What magic did you did you get, and, and what are you going to do differently? So this is Therese and Karen mm. signing off. Much love, many blessings. Take care now. Bye. Namaste. You've been listening to The Happy Business Show with Therese Skelly. Join us next time and invite your friends to join us at thehappybusinessshow.com. Visit thehappybusinessshow.com and get Therese's five-part video series, Eliminating Money Blocks. Thanks for tuning in. 